are into fantasy football and you've been looking for a podcast that can take you to the next level. This is the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Josh Bendy and Trey Burris. Welcome to the NFL. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Go! Ha ha, we are back. <laughs> Welcome back to the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bandy. With me, as always, is Trey. We got 18 years of combined fantasy football experience, right? Here. What's up, buddy? How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. I mean, the playoffs are here, and 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 we're still here. Fantasy's over, but I mean, doesn't have to be for everybody. We still got daily fantasy. There's some playoff fantasy going on out there, and we're here to help you uh, keep you updated on the news in the NFL. Absolutely, absolutely. And no, guys, it wasn't the ideal ending to a season for anybody, honestly. Uh, but you know, you got to do what you got to do. And if you did manage to squeeze through and and somehow win the fantasy championship guys trophy smack here trophy smack.com slash fourth and flex man you need a belt you need a ring any of that good stuff man trophy smack has got you covered trophy smack baby good stuff uh but uh we're here for a reason today uh hang on real quick tommy popping in hell yeah i know tommy missed this bro (laughs) what up tommy albert popping in sup fellas what's going on albert how you doing buddy and albert says you guys think deandre hobson gets traded this off season stick stick around albert stick around buddy stick around uh, but uh, let's go ahead and jump into the headline huddle tray. Hey. It's the headline huddle. All right, so starting off on the headline huddle, if you hadn't already saw our last video, um, paying respects to DeMar Hamlin and his family and everything, everything that happened, um, we're great news we have today. Um, the Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin has been released from the hospital and is back in Buffalo. Um, they announced from the uh, doctors at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center that they released him, and he's on Twitter. He's watched, He got to watch the game from the hospital room. He's doing great. Um, so, I mean, miraculous recovery for him, which I'm sure he had, you know, every the greatest doctors in, in the world working on him. But I, I'm just blown away that he actually um, is, is already back home in Buffalo. But it's very exciting. It is. It's super exciting, man. Um, you know, they said he was up and walking around, which is which is great news. Um, and Damar actually said uh, watching the world come together around me on Sunday was a truly amazing feeling. That's a direct quote from DeMar uh, McDermott and some of the others from the Bills organization. Uh, they, they came to see DeMar when he got back. Uh, his condition right now is listed as stable. Um, they also say that uh, recovery for cardiac arrest is usually weeks or months. Um, DeMar is ahead of schedule on everything. Uh, one more thing before we move on, I wanted to add. Uh, so during the Buffalo and Patriots game, opening kickoff, Naheem Hines, 96-yard opening. 
uh, run back for a touchdown. <laughs> it made DeMar tweet OMFG. Um, he jumped around uh, in, in his hospital room, uh, made all the alarms and stuff start going off, man. And that's just awesome to hear, man. No doubt. No doubt. Glad that he's getting back to full health and, uh, and making a full recovery. Absolutely. Much love for you, Damar. Keep healing, brother. Keep healing. Um, next, we got on our headline huddle is a possible Aaron Rodgers retirement. So Jamal Williams asked Aaron Rodgers for his jersey, to which Rodgers responded with, I'm going to hold on to this one. Uh, later in an interview, when Rodgers was asked about the jersey and the whole conversation, he said, you know, there are just some jerseys you want to keep. Special events, high-state games, kind of beating around the bush on being, being traded or retired. But I think it sounded to me like he's done. Like that, that was like, I want to keep this jersey because this is my last game in the NFL. Um, and he said he would definitely send Jamal a jersey, you know, a different one that didn't have as much importance. Oh, I didn't I didn't hear that part. I, I know that Aaron Rodgers, his interview after the game was was just so quiet and almost chilling, dude, when he's sitting there talking about his future in the NFL. Um, uh, he said that, um, like you said, he said that his jersey had special meaning to him. Um, he said it was a home game, prime time. That could have been it. Honestly, I was thinking when he did say that, like, Jamison Williams to him is nobody, so why would he just give his jersey away to him? That was my first thought about that when that initially went down. Um, what do you think? Do you think he was just – what do you think, Trey? I mean, I just think, you know, uh, he, he said no disrespect to Williams or anything like that in, in the, the, the interview that I watched. It's just that, you know, like he said, some 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 games, the jersey you want to keep because it's a special game. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, what are the implications of that? Who knows? But, um, I mean, he's probably going to drag it out all off season. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, for the news and hype and media and all that. Exactly. And that's exactly what I was worried about, man. Like, uh, you remember, I think it was, wasn't last year, but the year before that, it was just all Aaron Rodgers all summer long. And I got to be honest, bro, I don't feel like talking about Aaron Rodgers all summer, Trey. No doubt. Me neither. Um, but at the end of the game, I will say it did have some, um, you know, sort of like when Drew B's retired vibes going on, even when Ben Roethlisberger uh, retired vibes, when they're walking out of the stadium, the way he's like looking up and looking around like Lombardi, my dreams, yada, yada, yada. Um, you know, the way he's hugging um, Randall Cobb. I mean, it was just, it was, it was, it was a strange feeling. Yeah, no doubt. Crazy, crazy stuff, man. Uh, Tommy says Rogers ain't going nowhere. 58 million guaranteed, baby. We shall see for sure. I mean, that sounds like we're sticking around for me, but mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, he needs a little time to, uh, you know, I mean, anybody would, I mean, I need time after the fantasy football season to just kind of chill out and process. And I mean, am I, the, I know I'm not the only one, Trey, you feel me? No, I feel you completely. Have, have you did, also did you see that Alan Lazard's not coming back? That uh, he act like he was he was done. This was his last year with uh, Green Bay. Mm. Um, whether he's getting traded or he's retiring or what, I don't know. But uh, he was definitely uh, openly stating that it was his last year with Green Bay. Ooh, I didn't hear that. I yeah. did not hear that. Wow. And kind of like spitefully saying it. You know, <laughs> he was like, I mean, that don't matter to me because I ain't gonna be back next year. Oh, yeah. well, again, that's processing, you know, there's yeah. a lot going on. Hard I mean, loss, hard loss. For sure. It was, it definitely was. And I mean, I guess the Lions had to, uh, 
you know, get back at him for that interview when Aaron Rodgers is like to lose against that team. Did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> Last time. Crazy. And Tommy says uh, he's a free agent uh, talking about Lazard there. So, I mean, I, I'd like that. I like Lazard going elsewhere next year. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. And Tommy also says prayers for Peyton Hillis. Absolutely. Uh, Peyton Hillis actually lives around here where I live. He owns a tow truck company in this area. So um, definitely prayers for Peyton Hillis, man. Yeah, man rescued his children from drowning and uh, almost cost him his own life. And uh, I heard that like three or four days after he was still coughing up sand, yeah. um, which is crazy. But I understand, you know, a parent in that situation would do anything to save their kids. So definitely mm-hmm. prayers for him. I thought I heard it was his kid and someone else's kid also, something so. like that. Did, what, did that happen around here? I, I don't know that it happened around there because I, I, I swear it happened at a beach. And That's what I was thinking. When you said sand, that's where my head went, on a yeah. beach. Scary stuff. Um, moving on to our next headline huddle, we got um, the firing of a couple coaches, um, starting with Cliff Kingsbury. Um, the Cardinals fired Kingsbury as their head coach on Monday, less than 12 months after he signed a multi-year extension with the team. Kingsbury was 28-37-1 in his four seasons at the helm in Arizona. Additionally, a team, the team announced general manager Stephen Kime would be stepping down from his position to focus on his health, and Kime has held the role of GM since 2013. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Kingsbury didn't get a fair shake this season. I mean, they were good last season. They had all their pieces there. I mean, Kyler was fighting for a, uh, a contract, which he got. Um, a lot of guaranteed money there, which is scary. Um, but he didn't get a fair shake. I mean, the first six games, no D-hop. Um, the last few games, no Kyler Murray. Um, I mean, what what was a man supposed to do? He did what he could with what he had, you know? I mean, I get it, but the numbers speak for themselves. 28 wins, 37 losses, and one tie over four years. That's, that's time to move on to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's find somebody who can give us a positive season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Clint Kingsbury, you know, he's made tons of money elsewhere and uh, owning property and making good business decisions. So he's going to be okay. He may not even have to coach anymore. So that's good news. Very true. Um, very true. Um, the next coach that got fired is Levy Smith. Um, the team fired Smith late Sunday night, hours after ending a three and thirteen and one season with a thirty-two to thirty-one win over the Colts that cost Houston the number one pick in the twenty twenty-three <laughs> NFL draft. Um, his firing will give the Texans a fourth head coach in four years. Uh, so that's insane. Uh, for the players even, you know, to deal with a new system every year has got to be troublesome. And uh, on top of that, losing the number one pick was just kind of like a FU because they had already, you know, I'm sure he'd already heard that he was getting fired. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he was like, I'll show you how to win this game. And, uh, and they did it. Absolutely. Lovey Smith gave him the finger on the way out the door. I love it. Um, I mean, he, he, he knew, I think going in that he was just kind of the, the coach to fill in the slot in a rebuild year. Nobody expected the Texans to do anything. Um, but I'll tell you what, Lovey is going to have three years of money now though, to, to work with, you know, three years paid. (laughs) And, and, you know, a lot of people I've seen where they were saying like, it doesn't really matter that Houston won, like this number one pick is not a big deal. They just get the second one and the bears will get the first one. But now that opens up all these teams that can trade for that first spot that need a quarterback. Cause obviously the bears don't with Justin Fields, but now that opens up for, I mean, you know, you've got, um, the, the Colts can trade, uh, could trade for them. I think even, uh, the Tennessee Titans might try to go for that, uh, that spot there. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Anyone who needs a quarterback, yeah. No doubt. Anybody. I mean, there's tons of them, really, but um, I love it. I love the way he went out. I mean, whether it was, you know, he was doing it out of spite or what, I mean, it's just a beautiful ending to the story. You know and what, what I mean? was the guy's name? I think it was Adkins or something that caught the touchdown and the mm-hmm. two-point conversion. Akins. And they were, Akins. And they were like, he's gone, too. Like, <laughs> Did they say that? They were talking about, yeah, like he needs that. Like the, the fans were calling for him to be uh, m- moved on somewhere else because he, you know, a lot cost them their number one pick. The Texans, man, what are you doing over there? Um, so while we're talking about coaches, though, Sean Payton is on the rise again, looking for a job. Denver Broncos actually, um, you know, re- got a request and approved to interview him for their coaching job. What do you think about that? That would be exciting for me. I mean, you saw the way he coached Matt Stafford up, and and you put Russell Wilson in the hands of Sean Payton. Maybe it works out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sean Payton from the Saints. Uh, oh, that's yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah, thinking. yeah. But I mean, Sean Payton is an offensive genius, though. So I mean, it, it makes perfect sense. Um, and the Broncos seem to start getting things moving after they let Hackett go. So maybe Hackett was the problem. It's very possible. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but moving on to our last headline huddle, um, Albert, you brought it up earlier, and it's DeAndre Hopkins trade rumors. Um, the Arizona Cardinals are reportedly going to try and trade wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins in the offseason per Jordan Schultz. Um, he still has two years and $34.36 million left on his current contract. Hopkins is expected to ask um, for a restricted deal whether he remains in Arizona or joins a new team. Um that's insane. Like, I mean, I understand it completely. Um, you know, Hollywood Brown, they, I really think that Hollywood Brown did a well without Hopkins. And when Hopkins came in, he like was nothing. And so maybe they need a little switch up there. I mean, yeah, Hopkins in nine games. Think about this. He had 64 receptions, 717 yards, three touchdowns in nine games with what? Having Kyler maybe three, four games tops. Very true. I mean, he's 30 years old. Uh, he's The problem is, though, he's a $30.75 million against the cap for next year. Um, but uh, the Cards have no head coach right now. They have no head coach. They have no GM. So, I mean, there had to be upper, upper ownership that's actually talking about getting rid of him, right? Right. I mean, it's crazy. Um, I tell you what, though, um, there are teams that definitely want a piece of some Hopkins. Yeah, I've got um, Green Bay as an option. Um, if Aaron Rodgers stays and everything like that, or even if he doesn't, I, I mean, they need a, a solid WR1 and they don't have it. Um, you know, Christian Watson is, is special, but I don't know if he's wide receiver one material. Um, the Patriots, obviously, um, I think is a good move. Um, like I say, they don't have like a solid wide receiver one. Jacoby Myers is really just a PPR monster and, and he can't really get those deep shots. You know, Mac Jones wants to give the bears. I mean, I think that would put the bears in, in playoff contention. If Hopkins went there, um, with Justin Fields needing somebody, uh, chase Claypool ain't doing him nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Ravens I have as my last, um, possible landing spot, um, because they are also in need of a wide receiver one. I don't like that at all. I don't like the Bears, and I don't like uh, the Ravens. I mean, D-Hop, man, he's he's 30 years old. He needs to be on a team with a quarterback that's going to throw him the ball. Um, Tom Brady stays in Tampa. I would love <laughs> to see D-Hop getting the ball thrown to him from Tom Brady. What do you think? I mean, yeah, maybe. Uh, 
Uh, it, there's a lot of mouths to feed in Tampa. They just picked up what, like six this year, like six great receivers. So I, I mean, it'd be hard to believe that they go out and get another one. But who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Indeed, Julio will probably retire this year if he knows what's good for him. Um, but I mean, he Hopkins and Brady, I think, could have a connection. Hopkins can go up and get the ball, even with Brady's uh, struggling with his uh, accuracy as of late. Hopefully he stays in Tampa. Nobody believes he's going to stay in Tampa, so there's that. Um, but yeah, I love it. And that's the news that y'all needed to know from the absolutely, NFL. absolutely. That is uh, the headline huddle, guys. Hey, if you stay here on this um, video, it's going to automatically redirect you to our next video, which will be starting in about. 10 minutes guys if you haven't already please like this video subscribe to our channel guys we're giving away this aaron jones signed jersey as soon as we find out who's going to the super bowl and uh that's what we're talking about next is our 2023 playoff predictions uh we're going to show you our brackets we're going to show you who's going to be in the big game stay tuned and you're going to get a little piece of that action trey yeah, and we got a couple spicy picks. Uh, so if y'all want to come over there and discuss and tell us why we are dead wrong, come check it out. Absolutely, absolutely, guys. Thank you so much for watching, and we will see you on the next one. Peace. You've been listening to the 4th and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. And here we go, here we go. If you love anything and everything pro football, then you've found your new home. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, questions and comments at fourthandflex at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at fourthandflex and on Twitter at fourthandflexpod. See you next time on the Fourth and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast.